Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8, 8, 7, 7, 6, 5, 5 4, 4, 3, 3 2, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix Nutty 4.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday, March 27th, back from the weekend. Hopefully you all had a nice one. Super excited to be back here with you on this Monday morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, really nice weekend here on Miami, but I do want to hear all about Taylor Swift. I know we'll talk about it all morning long, but how was it? You went to the concert this weekend. How was your experience with Taylor Swift? It was uh, it was amazing. It was yeah. absolutely incredible. If anyone went, you can, uh, you can also say, I mean, everybody that I talked to just was like, that was an incredible show. She was absolutely on it like it just it, three hours and 15 minutes flew mm. by i didn't even realize that it was that long by the time she was done and she did her final song i was like oh my gosh it's over no and uh, yeah she was absolutely fantastic were you there right for the beginning you caught the whole thing like the we opening? were there when gail started oh like, wow gail then biba biba doobie and then it was uh, Taylor. We were there. Uh, well, uh, we we ended up getting to go to night two, but night one we were there. Like as soon as my remote was over at Silver State mm-hmm. Schools Credit Union, my husband and girls picked me up, and then we went straight over there. So it was a lot of fun. Oh, that's all. And it was, so it went by fast. And now kind of going into it, three hours. That's a long concert. But just the way you're saying it right there, and the and people that posted and your pictures on social media look like it was a show. Yeah, it was uh, absolutely fantastic. One of the best shows that goes in my top five for sure i don't know who it kicked out i gotta rank them again but yeah it was uh it was so much fun it was so much fun to see all the people that dressed up and yeah it was uh it was a really nice time oh good for you videos looked awesome i'm happy you got night two that's that's a kind of cool accomplishment well, both nights in vegas that was uh that was a fluke i was taking a nap on friday <laughs> or on saturday afternoon and uh my husband bursts into the bedroom and he's like hey and I'm like, what? Don't wake me. <laughs> I was so I was annoyed. I was really annoyed. Uh-huh. It's like 3 30, 4 o'clock. Mm. Um, he's like, uh, Andrew, who is my brother in law, he's like, Andrew just texted and, and he says he has four extra tickets for tonight. He'll sell them to us for face value. I go, What's face value? <laughs> and, he, and he told me the price. I'm like, that's too much. And he's like, You sure? I'm like, Yeah, that's too much. I it was just more than I was willing to spend. Ten minutes later. 
he said he sent him to uh, he'll sell him to us for this price. I'm like that we can do. And so we I like how you sat out. I was like, like I'm not, I'm sorry. Yeah. I saw it last night. I don't need to go that bad. But then when he lowered the price, I was like, oh, okay, that's actually a really good deal. So let's go. So we were scrambling. I'm like, girls, we're going. I had no outfit planned. I was just like, I whatever we're doing here, let's do it. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. You t- we talked about it before. You know, go to it if you want to go see a concert. Get there right before the event starts, and then people that sell uh, secondary market tickets, they're gonna want to sell them and that just happened with your brother-in-law he, yeah. had, he had to sell them so he came back with a lower price he wanted something for them he didn't want to <laughs> be stuck with them so it was a lot of fun uh hopefully you guys had a great time too uh you had a good weekend yeah it was super nice we did uh we went to dinner on friday night laura and i did and then saturday did a bunch of car stuff uh and then saturday afternoon i was in boulder city they had the big uh, injured police officer and firefighters fund car show in boulder city so i was out there for that saturday afternoon and then laura had some friends coming that were in town this weekend we're all supposed to go out to dinner on Saturday night, but their schedule got turned around and they canceled at the last second. So we ended up just having a nice night at the house on Saturday and ended up hanging out with their friends on Sunday morning out at the ranch. And it was just like a just a really nice, enjoyable weekend on this end. That's nice. It was uh, the weather was really nice. Yeah. It was gorgeous this weekend. So hopefully you got to spend some time outside. It was uh, it was a nice one. So we have a lot to talk about this morning. We'll maybe talk more about the concert. We'll talk about the weekend and stuff that's coming up this week. But right. Right now, let's start the show. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Boom B- Boombastic by Shaggy? She call me Mr. Boombastic, friendly fantastic. Let me know me box, she says I'm Mr. Romantic, friendly fantastic. Let me know me box, she says I'm Mr. Romantic. Do you want to hear There She Goes by Sixpence None the Richer? Come on over by Christina Aguilera. Those are your choices. Get your votes in now. All you have to do is vote on our Facebook page, tweet us at Mercedes in the AM, or text or call us 702-364-9400. We'll count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. Gwyneth Paltrow takes a stand in her ski accident trial, and she drops a bombshell. Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. Boombastic by Shaggy is the pre-show you pick up. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you pick them. Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Gwyneth Paltrow testified Friday in the civil trial against the guy she collided with uh, on a ski slope back in 2016. And she said that he ran into her. He's claiming that she ran into him. But not only that, she says when he first hit her, she thought, Gwyneth thought she was being sexually assaulted. Paltrow said, I was skiing and two skis came between my skis, forcing my legs apart. And then there was a body pressing against me, and there was this very strange grunting noise. So my brain was trying to make sense of what was happening. I thought, is this a practical joke? Is someone doing something perverted? This is really, really strange. He was groaning and grunting in a very disturbing way. So the plaintiff, 76-year-old optometrist, his name is Terry Sanderson, initially sued Gwyneth for $3.1 million, but the judge capped his potential reward at $300,000 
point if it's countersuing uh, counter for $1. I mean, I guess you would be thrown off not knowing what's going on, but the grunting obviously was the pain he was in. Yeah. <laughs> Colliding with another human being on a yeah, ski slope. That, that yeah. hurts. Ow! That's going to be very painful. So Paltrow's ex, her ex-husband, Brad Falchuk, and her kids, Apple and Moses, are expected to testify in this trial. So this thing, this trial has multiple levels to it. I was watching it the other day for a little bit. I mm-hmm. found it on uh, Twitter live streaming and it was, uh, I mean, it was during opening arguments. So there wasn't any test- testifying, but I've seen clips and the the prosecution was asked or the, the guy suing was asking about um, her relationship, Gwyneth's relationship with Taylor Swift and stuff. And I was like, what does this have to yeah. do with the case? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber are trying to move past the narrative that they're enemies. So Haley recently reached out to Selena to let her know that she's received death threats and hateful negativity. And Selena, she's not having any of this. In a message on her Instagram story, she said, this is not what I stand for. No one should have to experience hate or bullying. I've always advocated for kindness and really want this all to stop. And then Haley posted a message thanking Selena for speaking out. And she said that the two of them have been discussing how to move past this ongoing narrative between her and Selena. It is getting pretty ugly. And it doesn't sound like either one of them has not, I wouldn't necessarily say good blood, but not bad blood. They just want to live their lives. Yeah, let's just move past this and get on with things. So let's talk about basketball. We've got our final four. Steph, how excited are you? San Diego State, first time ever in the final four. They're playing Florida Atlanta on Saturday. How are you feeling, Steph? I cannot believe that in school history of San Diego State, we have not gone this far. And to witness it was awesome last night. I felt so bad for my neighbors. I was screaming. I was like, yeah, yeah. By one point, we won. It was an intense game. So excited for this. So you're picking San Diego to win on Saturday? I'm, I think I'm going to bet on the game. And I never bet on anything. I'm thinking I'm going to go to the sports book, bet on San Diego State to win the whole entire thing. Yeah, show your support and maybe get some cash in the meantime. Yeah. Heck yeah. Mercedes, who do you like in the San Diego State? Florida Atlantic game on Saturday. I'm going to have to go with my girl, San Diego State, All on right. that one. Yes. And then the other game is Miami. They're also, so by the way, San Diego State, first time in the Final Four. Florida Atlantic, first time in the Final Four. Miami, first time in the Final Four. They are playing UConn. Who do you like in that game, Mercedes? Uh, I'm going to have to go with UConn on that one. They've kind of just trampled on everyone that's been <laughs> in their way, so I'm going to have to go with that one. How was your bracket so far? Oh, it got busted like two rounds ago. Was it really? I had Duke going the whole way. They've lost, I think, in the, either the first or the second <laughs> round, so I, I'm out. I've been out for a while. Okay, one more prediction. I know you don't watch, but it's the 27th season finale of The Bachelor as well tonight here at 8 o'clock on ABC. Zach chooses between Gabby and Katie. Who you got? Mm, I don't know either of them. Don't even know what they look like, so I'll say Gabby. Gabby. Gabby yeah. sounds like a solid winner. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1809. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Good morning and welcome to the show. Here we are on Monday. It is March 27th, ready to get things going. A lot of big things happening on the show today. A couple of concert announcements on the way. One was just made, but we'll talk about it a little more here in uh, What's Trending. But we've got that. We've got some really cool prizes going on this weekend and just back from a crazy weekend in Vegas. I mean, there was just so much happening. We had basketball. We had Maroon 5 residency. 
kicking off. We had Taylor Swift. The concert was in town this weekend. So you did both nights. Is there a big difference between night one and night two, or is she doing the same songs in the exact same sequence from uh, concert one to concert two of the there, weekend? There is a difference. Like, she does all the exact same songs, but um, at one point she does two secret songs. So they change at every show. And so in Glendale, Arizona, night one was two songs. Night two was two different songs. Night one of Vegas was two songs and night two was two different songs. So that's the plan. She says is to change them up uh, every, every place that she goes. So a lot of people are just sitting there on pins and needles waiting to see what songs is she going to do for the secret (laughs) songs. And it was really cool on the Saturday night show. Marcus Mumford from Mumford and Sons came out um, and did, did a song with her. So that was really cool. The first, the first night she goes, I just want to say before you guys start screaming, that I don't have a special guest tonight because as soon as I say this name, I, I don't want you guys to think that they're going to walk on out here and uh, get, you know, crazy. Um, and she did a song with Lana Del Rey called snow on the beach and, uh, where she w- Lana Del Rey was featured on it. And, uh, She's like, she's not coming out, people. I'm just going to do the song. But it was really cool. I like it. She gives everyone the warning. Now, now in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, she's throwing us the curve by, curveball by saying she's not coming out. And here comes out Lana Del Rey. No, she did not come out. and uh, But she still sounded fabulous. And it was just uh, unbelievable. I mean, it was an amazing show. And uh, th- like I told you earlier, I there was no plan to go on Saturday. And less than an hour before doors open, my brother-in-law texts my husband and says that he has four extra tickets that didn't sell because he's a ticket broker. So he gets a bunch of these tickets. And uh, we we made sure we brought the price down a little bit. I'm like, well, I'm not paying face value. So. <laughs> I, think I didn't think he'd bite, though. Uh-huh. Honestly, I didn't think he'd bite. I was like, uh, tell him no, it's fine. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, he's like, well, how about this price? Okay, that works. That works. We'll take them. <laughs> I love it because Andrew probably walked away, and your brother-in-law is awesome. I just envision walking away. Okay, I can probably get face value. Then, you know, maybe made some more calls, nothing happening. Oh, let me go back to Mercedes. I want to get something. Yeah. I don't want to be stuck with well, these tickets. What if you would have said no and, like, try to push a little bit lower? Well, he, he, he brought it down quite a bit. Oh, good. Um, okay. So I was like, you know what? That, that'll work. We'll, we'll go with that. And, uh, we were I told I told you earlier I was sleeping I was taking a nap when this all went down and then Sophie was playing video games Brooklyn was doing something in the room so I go in there I go well I guess we're going to the concert tonight and they're like what <laughs> screaming so it was uh it was a lot of fun great weekend and sounds like your weekend was really nice too yeah it was super nice we did our dinner our regular uh, dinner on Friday night it was uh, just a really nice time and then uh car stuff on Saturday which was a blast and um, Laura's supposed to go out with some friends, but they uh, we're, we're, we were both were supposed to go out, and they canceled the last seconds. So we ended up hanging at the house on Saturday and spent time with friends on Sunday. Which is yeah, it was just a nice weekend. The weather was perfect. I was outside for most of the weekend, which was super nice. Yeah, it was a beautiful weekend. Still a little chill in the air, but you can tell spring is here and it's slowly getting warmer and warmer. It's starting to start to creep in here, which is a good thing. Yeah, as Mercedes mentioned, so much happening on the show. So last Thursday and Friday, we did that Taylor uh, triple play. Today we have the uh, Mix 94.1 Spring Fling Double Play. We have your tickets to our Spring Fling twice this morning, which is awesome. We got this all week long. So 825 when you win heads up. Tickets to our Spring Fling with Jason Mraz and Dean Lewis and Michael Richter. And then we have those tickets again in the 9 o'clock hour at 940. And then check this out in about 15, 20 minutes. 
that early edition of Heads Up, we've got tickets for you to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience at the Lighthouse Art Space. This is such a cool thing. Tickets in about 15, 20 minutes. And up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? All right, Adele is sticking around. Kelly Clarkson makes a big announcement. And do you suffer from pandemic nostalgia? That's all coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. All right, Adele is trending this morning. The singer will be staying in Las Vegas a bit longer. She is extending her residency at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Weekends with Adele wrapped up over the weekend, but now it'll start back up again on June 16th, and it's going to run through November. She talked about it briefly on Saturday towards the end of her show, saying playing to 4,000 people for 34 nights is not enough. I'll be back for a few weeks in June. She also said, and I'm going to film it. And I'm going to release it to make sure that anyone who wants to see this show can see it. Oh, that's awesome. I saw the video of her announcing she's extending, and the crowd went wild. I don't blame them. That is an amazing show. And I love that they're going to record it so other people can watch it without, you know, if you can't afford the tickets or you're not lucky enough to get some tickets, that's um, pretty awesome. And I I have not seen the show. I know know you've seen it. But when she canceled, I I left such a bad taste in my mouth. And it just, you know, know, angry feelings towards Adele. Like, how could she cancel like that? We don't want you here anyway. And then... I hear nothing but amazing things about the show, and I'm so excited that she's extending. Yeah, once I saw the show, mm-hmm. I understood why she had to postpone it. Like, it was just perfect. Everything was perfect. And so she will be staying here. More chances. I don't know um, if you registered for the first go around and didn't get tickets. Yeah, uh, This weekend, I got an email from Ticketmaster, like, register for the verified fan presale. So they kept all of our names on file. Oh, nice. Okay. And they sent me the thing. I mean, I've seen it. So um, I signed up for it for a friend of mine. I, I'm like, hey, do you want to buy Adele tickets? I got a verified thing. She's like, yes. <laughs> so I signed up for it. But uh, who knows if, if we'll get it. Also trending this morning is Kelly Clarkson. Over the weekend, the singer announced that she has new music coming. The first album that she has put out since her divorce is called Chemistry. And this is uh, Kelly describing the new album. I was trying to find a word also... It might be one of the songs on the album, but I was trying to find a word uh, that really described the whole thing because I didn't want everybody to think I was just coming out with some just like, I'm angry, I'm sad, like just one or two emotions, you know. Um, this, This album is definitely the arc of an entire relationship. Now, she didn't reveal when Chemistry comes out, but she did say it was coming soon and that new music from the album will be coming out even sooner. And this morning, Kelly announced a brand new show in Las Vegas. It's called Chemistry, an intimate night with Kelly Clarkson, an exclusive Las Vegas engagement this July 28th through August 19th at the Backed Theater at Planet Hollywood. Tickets for that show go on sale Friday at 10 a.m at Ticketmaster.com. 
I think that album's going to be great. So many emotions going into it. And the fact now we got her doing a residency here in Las Vegas. It's going to be a good summer with Kelly Clarkson here. I get to hear the single that she's going to be releasing very soon. This oh, week. really? Yeah. So, and I, I'm sworn to secrecy, but I know the date that the album is coming out. I know the date that the single is coming out. Uh, they gave us that information, but I, I'm not allowed to say. But it, I'll, I'll let you guys know how the single is. Yeah, you told us about the Ed Sheeran stuff, too, when you heard that. And you were spot on with that. When they tell you in secrecy, do you have to sign anything or it's just like an email saying, hey, don't reveal these dates, but here are the dates? Yeah, um, I don't have to sign anything, but it's, uh, it's what does it say? Like, uh, not not for announce until this date uh-huh. or whatever. So I read it. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to talk about it. Scroll down. Do not reveal. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't scroll down to the bottom of your email. You should put that up top next time. And then finally this morning, quarantine nostalgia is trending. It has been three whole years since we all went under pandemic quarantine. And many people are experiencing a new phenomenon, which is called quarantine nostalgia. People are posting about the simplicity of life in lockdown and how everyone really came together. People were staying home, trying new hobbies like making Dalgona coffee or bread, becoming a plant mom or dad, joining TikTok. Therapists say it is completely normal to feel down and even depressed about moving on from that time and that healing is really relative. It, there's no set time frame of when you should be over it as it really did affect us in so many different ways. Yeah, I, I all these pictures pop off my timeline from back in 2020 and kind of look back with rose-colored glasses. Like, oh, there we are, staying in, cooking dinner on a Tuesday night because we couldn't do anything else. But you kind of just look, at least for me, I look at the, the good that was happening at the time and not necessarily the madness that was taking place. Yeah, it, but I do feel, I don't want to say if it's, that it's necessarily nostalgia for me, but I just look back and I'm like, Wow, did that really happen? I mean, that was just remember the bear strip, no one mm-hmm. down there, um, staying home, um, windexing your Amazon packages, you know, taking my clothes off in the garage. When I would go to the grocery store, I would take my clothes off in the garage and walk inside of my underwear. It's just so bizarre that <laughs> that so happened. I, I feel like, was that a dream, like a weird dream that I had? I'm like, no, because same thing. I'll come back up on my memories and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's where I started doing my daily walks. And now three years later, we're still doing our daily walks. I never walked in my neighborhood ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> And now we do it every day. So that is what's trending. All right, here we go. We want to call our 20 at 702-364-9400. Call us right now. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up. And we've got a fun prize for you. This is going to be amazing. I'm so excited about this. We have four tickets to the Disney Animation Immersive Experience. It's happening at the Lighthouse Art Space at the Crystals uh, Shopping Center. And it is looks incredible. If you went to the Van Gogh, the exhibit where you, like the whole room transforms and everything, this is that but Disney version. And if you want to go, just be caller 20 right now. Pick your category. Pick your partner. Get six answers in 60 seconds and you will win. Caller 20's playing 702-364-9400. Hold that thought. More of Mercedes in the Morning will be right back on Mix 94.1. For Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Okay, let's get our contestant, Danielle. Good morning. You're caller 20. Woo-hoo, good morning. How's your Monday so far? 
Oh, very good. Got the kids off to school. I'm ready. All right. Well, yeah, hopefully you win this. This is going to be fun for the whole family. It's the Disney Immersive Experience. We've got four tickets for you. If you can get six answers in 60 seconds in one of these categories, we have spinach, okay. lavender haze, bravo, spring cleaning, or piano. Oh, gosh. Let's do... Spring cleaning. Spring cleaning it is. National Cleaning Week is this week. Not going to do it, but National Cleaning Week is this week. <laughs> Come on, Mercedes. The week is young. You still got time to turn oh, that around. Man, too many things going on. Uh, different. <laughs> these are all different cleaning products or things you use to clean, okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? I will pick... You, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Danielle, 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. You win. You start now. When you want to clean your floors, you put this in a bucket of water and then swipe it all over the floors. Um, bleach? No, it's it, uh, it's the instrument you use. You put this... Uh, oh, a mop. Yes. Um, when you want to make sure you get all the stuff off of the, the furniture that's accumulated from the air and Dan... Uh, yes. This is... Um, uh, you would use this as... Uh, to wash your hands with. You use this to... No. Yes. This is... Um, you try to make lines in the carpet when you use one of these. Vacuum. Yes. This is... Um, who lives in a pineapple under the sea blank bob yes. uh, this is um you literally just said this you put this in a bucket and you put the mop in oh, there uh, uh bleach yes, yes. oh my okay. gosh <laughs> nice job danielle yes thank you i gave the weirdest clues but you were with me the entire time i'm so proud of you <laughs> you guys were walking yeah, well, in line right there <laughs> perfect so danielle you're all set with those tickets four tickets to the disney animation immersive experience over at the lighthouse art space so congratulations to you and we've got these tickets all week long when you win the early edition of heads up and then up next this morning 7 a.m it's monday so we got beat mercedes on this minden monday your chance to win a $500 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. How do you feel this morning? I actually forgot today was beat Mercedes. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> It is 6.35. Man, what a crazy weekend in Vegas. You had basketball. You had Adele. You had uh, Taylor Swift. You had the Maroon 5 residency opening. It was just chaos. In the airports, we had to drop my daughter off yesterday just so she could go back to school. Mm. It was chaos. Everyone was leaving town. It was nuts. Oh, Vegas was the place to be this weekend, and, and Taylor Swift definitely was the concert in Las Vegas, if not the concert in the country here at Allegiant Stadium. You went Friday and Saturday. Saturday night, you lucked out and got night number two. Sounds like you had a blast there over the weekend. It was so much fun. It was it was hilarious though because, um, like you said, I, I got last minute tickets from my brother in law, and they were I mean they weren't like you know on the floor. They were kind of far, but it was it was fine. We were happy to be in the building. But um, the previous night, we had some seats in this. Um, reserved area so we ran into one of the people that runs it part of taylor's team and he's like hey stop by and say hi to us and grab a drink or something because they were like hosting we're like okay yeah at some point we'll stop by so we went down to say hello to everyone and there were some people in the industry like people that do local radio some people that do not local radio that came in um so we're saying hello to all those people and um 
and I look and I see someone sitting like really hunched down in a chair and I'm looking, I'm like, who is that? And what are they doing? And they, they were passed out like at the Taylor Swift show. She was playing. They were like out. I don't know if it was from being tired or if it was from having drinks, but I, it was someone I actually have run into before. And I was like, oh, well, they either had the best time or they're having the worst time. I'm not sure which one right now. So I was like, wow, uh, you guys are having some fun down here. <laughs> Very nice. So have you ever seen someone passed out somewhere odd, whether it was alcohol or sleep induced? Have you ever been someone somewhere randomly and then someone just passes out. I remember it was my buddy's 40th birthday celebration. We all went to Cabo for the weekend. And one of my other friends that went along, he was just at this time just working like crazy nonstop. A couple of new, newborn kids and stuff. So it was, he was just a very, very busy person. And uh, him and his wife were able to leave the kids at home and escape down there to Cabo. So he was facing exhaustion going into this weekend. But then you tie in a day of drinking out at the beach. Oh, and, and the, the sun. The sun and everything. And he was hanging tough until we all got to dinner. And it was a beautiful dinner on the beach. And we're sitting there and just like a nice conversation. You hear this. <laughs> like, what is that? And you look over and it is my buddy and Mercedes. He was out like a light. Just <laughs> At that point, do you try to wake them up or do you just let them sleep? We let him go. You did? Because it was the alcohol and the exhaustion too. And his wife was like, you know, he's super tired. Like, it's cool. I but he's just sitting there. And at one point he kind of woke up like... <sighs> And went back down. That's the thing. Like, if it's alcohol induced, I feel like I have an obligation just to check on them. Yeah. Like, you okay? You all right? You breathing? Right? If it's if it's sleep and you're just really tired, then I, I will leave you alone. But it's just so funny to see what kind of places like people are partying around them. Oh, yeah, yeah being uh -huh. loud. Literally at a concert, Taylor Swift is singing loud. <laughs> um, Christine, did you or someone you know fall asleep or, or pass out somewhere very odd? I did. Actually, when I was about 17 or 18, I went to a NASCAR race over at Speedway and just from the racing itself, literally just put me to sleep. I knocked out higher time. <laughs> Not on anything, just fell asleep. I actually can kind of see that because you hear that constant, and it kind of, it turns into like white noise. It's very soothing after a while. It is. NASCAR is, I, I can nap to golf and NASCAR. If that's on, I'm at the house. It, exactly what you said, Mercedes. Vroom, vroom, the constant, continuous sound. It's kind of relaxing. I know. Uh, T just texted us, says, I saw someone next to me sleeping at the Def Leppard concert. Well, again, that constant noise, that room, love bites, pyromania. <laughs> yeah, pour some sugar on me. Pour some me. sugar on me. <laughs> older, older audience, too. It happens. It happens. <laughs> yeah, that's like when Jamie Lee Curtis is like, start doing matinee yes. concerts. Def Leppard, it's time to do matinee concerts. Come on now. Def Leppard fans don't want to go to a show at 9 o'clock. do not. Uh -uh. Absolutely not. All right, coming up, we have the hot three. What do you got for us? Okay, we are going to talk talk about uh, a new rule. The, uh, actually, it's a new ban in Utah, and it's regarding social media. We're going to talk about that. Also, do you have a dentist appointment? What is the best time to schedule that dentist appointment? And 
Uh, a man buys a new car for a really good deal, but what's the saying? If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. We'll tell you why coming up next in the Hot 3. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's Monday, so we do have Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Coming up here in about five minutes, your chance to win a $500 diamond pendant from Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Most people would agree that kids are on social media way too much. So is this a good way to solve it or does it just go too far? Utah just became the first state to ban kids from using social media without their parents' approval. It's set to go into effect on March 1st of next year. The governor signed two bills on Thursday designed to shield kids from social media and protect their mental health. The second bill basically says companies like TikTok can't intentionally make their apps addictive. If they do, parents and kids can sue them now. Now, opponents of the law plan to challenge them in court for violating free speech, but assuming they do go into effect, here's what it's going to look like. Everyone in Utah will have to verify their age to use social media sites like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, and even with the parents' permission, Kids will not be able to access social media between 10.30 p.m. and 6.30 a.m. So any under 18 accounts will be blocked from scrolling for those eight hours. Social media apps won't be allowed to show kids advertisements when they scroll. They won't be able to collect user data. All social media accounts will have to give parents a way to access their kids' accounts, too. Utah is the first state to pass a law like this, but it might not be the last. At least four other states are looking at similar laws right now. Ohio, Minnesota, Connecticut, and Arkansas. Well, a couple of things. First off, how are they going to verify the it's the parents? Like, what's the process going to be to verify the parents? Because there's some websites you go to that are whatever. Are you 21 for alcohol websites? Or you can just make up the age. Yeah, of course I am. Could the kids do the same thing? Do you have your parents' permission? Yes, I do. Click yes right here. Maybe they have to link it to a parent account. Oh, yeah. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I mean, I, so you could also start a parent account. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can just start an account and say you're not 18. I think... Uh, I I think my daughter may have done that with with Snapchat or something like you had to be 13 or 14 and she was just under it. So she she said the wrong one. And she asked me if she could. And I was like, I guess. But uh, then she she had to change her age after the fact. Well, then, too, then also didn't mention this thing. There'll be uh, parents can have access to it or whatnot. You said, do you do you have access to your kids social media accounts? Yeah, I know their passwords. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
I, I even on their phone, I have put my face in their face ID. So it scans my face and it thinks it's one of them. So that's another trick. They they didn't realize I did that until recently. So. <laughs> so they, do they know? Sophie's I know. back at school. Uh, We're up right now. <laughs> but no, they know that because I and I told them and they know my passcode, too. Here's the thing. This has nothing to do with like kids accessing stuff, but I've heard of situations where someone passes away untimely and their family cannot get into their phone and Apple cannot give you that unless you're listed as like the legacy account or something. I like my husband's listed as that on mine, but one day I was like, okay, we need to give everyone our passcodes. We need to know what everyone's passwords are because God forbid anything ever happened to any of us. I don't want us to not be able to get in there. And so we all did it. We all agreed on it. Everyone was cool with it. So um, I don't have any of that stuff set up. So uh, if I pass away and we're still, you know, hanging out with each other, take my phone, Mercedes, and at my viewing, scan my face before they close the coffin <laughs> on me. <laughs> okay, I'm in. Let's change everything. I hold your eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> Step, hold his eyes open. Let me get... Okay, okay we got it. Shut got the coffin. It. We're good, guys. <laughs> also this morning, is it time to go to the dentist? Well, make sure you schedule... An afternoon appointment. Scientists did this study and they found that the body clock's influence on our physical and emotional lives say that the afternoon is when our sensitivity to pain typically takes a nosedive. Some 70 to 90% of us experience a huge surge in hormones that will dull your pain receptors between 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. So that's the sweet spot. If you want to avoid some pain at the dentist. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, just for your little FYI. Yeah, if you're having some uh, some work done, (laughs) some drilling done, go in there in the afternoon. And then finally this morning, a man in North Carolina, his name is Jason Scott. He bought this Maserati for more than $68,000. It was a birthday present for his wife. But this this Maserati is not doing 185. It is in a police garage. Jason bought the car from Carvana and everything was fine until last month when he took the car to a dealership to be serviced. That's when technicians made a discovery. The parts on the car didn't match the year of the VIN numbers on the window and door. Then they found a different VIN on the chassis. Carvana said it was a 2021 model, but it was actually a 2017 model. Well, it turns out the Maserati was reported stolen last summer. Jason was questioned by police, but he was cleared after showing the paperwork from his purchase. But they still needed to impound the car. So Jason called Carvana, and at first they were really difficult with him, but eventually they agreed to refund all his money, and they offered him a 1000 bucks for the hassle. Well, he's demanding a million dollars for putting him through this chaos and oh hurting his reputation. Good luck with yeah. that. <laughs> Carvana's the one with the cars like in the vending machine. Yeah, over by the Rio. Yeah, uh, whenever I see that, I'm just like, wow. So if I go down at the bottom, put in her token, will it come out? Yeah. Well, you hope it doesn't get stuck. Like a claw machine? <laughs> Is there a claw that grabs it and then puts it on the ground? It's you pretty cool. Shake the building. The car's stuck. Yeah. Come on. Oh, man. I lost my money in here. Like, someone turn the key and get, get me my prize. Get me my Miata. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. It's time to win. We want caller 20 at 702-364-9400. Your caller 20, you get to play Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Your chance to win a $500 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers. All you got to do is guess the song faster than I do. We always do a little practice round so you understand how the concept works. So that means, Steph, you're in. And I'm out for right now. Okay? All right, yeah, you guys yeah. all set? Yeah, we do a little test run. This is nice. I can test the buttons. Mercedes takes her headphones off and 
Bring in Steph. Hi, Steph. Hey, good morning. You're still flying high off of a San Diego's win, huh? Oh, yeah. Go Aztecs. Can't wait for the final four. Okay, I'm going to start the song. As soon as you know it, you say, got it. Immediately stop the clock and stop the song. You know, five seconds. Okay. Give me artist and title correctly. Okay. Sounds good. Now, if you don't know it, it'll go maximum of 20 seconds. Then we stop it and you got to give me something. Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Let me hit reset and let's hit. Oh, nope. Hold on. This is why we do a test run because the clock kept Yeah, running. to get all the buttons straight yeah. now. Okay, here we go. Ready? Starts now. Oh, got it. Okay. Oh, that was hard. Right? Uh-huh. Um, Lana Del Rey. Yes. Summertime Sadness. You are correct. <laughs> that was tough. That bass in the beginning, like, what song is this? Okay. 4.4 seconds. Uh, not, not, not quick enough. Okay, let's bring in Mercedes. Know it. Hello. I got to get her. She doesn't have her headphones on. She can't yeah. hear me. So I got to wave at her to get, to get her attention. Hi. Sorry, I started watching the news. No problem. I was saying you don't have your headphones on. So I got to somehow wave to get your attention. All right. You ready, okay. Mercedes? Yes. Let this me... is the practice run and I still get stressed out. So I know. Right. Okay. Let me hit that some buttons. <sighs> you start okay. now. Got it. Lana Del Rey, Summertime Sadness. Woo-hoo! You are correct. Steph was also correct. Oh, boy. Now, Mercedes, you did it in 2.3 seconds. Okay. And Steph flying off that high off of San Diego State's win did it in 4.4 seconds. Oh, man. that was But that was a hard one. It was, That yeah. was really hard. I wasn't until I heard that. That, that, that yeah. I figured it out. That, that bass hard. in the beginning kind of yeah. threw me off. Yeah, for sure. Oh, thank God. That's not the one today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from you, that was just practice. But if you want to do the real thing, it is time. To beat Mercedes, like JC said, we have a $500 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Minden. Diamond Jewelers up for grabs. Caller 20, you think you can do it, you will play me. 702-364-9400. It is 7 o'clock and it is Monday. That means it is Minden Mondays. We are ready to play Beat Mercedes. If you want to check us out, we're live streaming on the show right now. We are on YouTube. We are on Facebook. And you can check us out at Mercedes in the morning. Let's get our contestant, Jan. Good morning. Good morning. You are color 20. Are you ready to play Beat Mercedes? Yes, I am. How Are you pretty good with music? Are you pretty quick? Um, I hope so. I hope so, too. <laughs> I would not be sad if you won this $500 diamond pendant from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. I'm going to head out the out of the studio right now, and good luck, JC and Steph. They got you back, so hold hold on. I'll be, I'll be back, guys. Mercedes steps away right now. Turn off her microphone. Turn off her studio. Uh, we are live streaming 7 a.m. Social Club, so you can watch us go down on Facebook and YouTube. Just search Mercedes in the morning. Jan, you feel confident? You ready to do this? I'm so ready. All right, Steph, you ready? Let's do this. Okay, I'm going to give you, I'm going to play some music. You're actually going to hear Adele playing. I just want to make sure you can hear everything. This is not the contest. I just want to make sure you can hear everything down the phone line. Let me know you can hear Adele singing. You can hear it? Okay, perfect. So we know everything works. The next sound you hear will be the actual contest. I'm going to start the song. As soon as you know it, you say, got it. Shout it out super loud. We stop the clock, we stop the song, and you have five seconds to correctly identify it by artist and title. Yes. Jan? Yes. You ready? Yes. All right, here we go. Yes. Next next sound you hear will be the contest. Hit reset on the clock, and it starts now. Josie's on the vacation. Got it. 
Go ahead, Jan. Uh, Jesse's girl. Jesse's girl. Jesse's girl. Mm-hmm. I like Jan just shouted right. out, shouted out, got it before she knew it, which is good. That's a good. That's a good strategy. It is. It is. But it, it's not. It's not Jesse's girl. I'm sorry, Jan. It's, you're, you, it was incorrect. I think we're a bad connection there. Jan, you there? Yes, I am here. Yeah, it's not Jesse's girl. I'm sorry. Hold on one second, Jan, okay? It's actually The Outfield Your Love is the song if you're playing at home. So bring in Mercedes. She doesn't know what happened. <sighs> Turn on her microphone. Watching the 7 a.m. social. You see her sitting down, getting prepared, and here she is. Almost Hello. here. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, I take too long. I gotta, I gotta turn volumes back up. I've gotta. We watch you on the seven a.m. social. Sit down. Get situated. She does everything legitimately. Yeah, yeah. exactly. All right. We gotta do it legitimately. Yes. Are you ready? Heck yeah. You ready, Mercedes? Okay. Yes. Let me just jot this down here. I'm scared. I'm nervous too. Because I totally forgot we had this this morning. <laughs> so I usually will hype myself up. And when you said it this morning, I was like. Oh, shoot. I forgot about that. Okay. Right, and reset on the clock. And you ready? Yeah. It starts now. Got it. Your love by the outfield. Ooh, Mercedes, you are fast. I will tell you, Jan was fast as well. Oh, no. Is that right, though? Is it the outfield? Yeah, outfield your love. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I, was, class- I thought it might be Journey. But I was- no, no, no. Classic song from the 80s. Oh, God. So, Mercedes, you you stopped the clock with 1.4 seconds. Okay. And I'll tell you what. Jan, very, very confident, Jan. She stopped the clock at 2.7 seconds. And wow. she She thought it was Jesse's girl. So, once again, oh. Mercedes, you win. Oh, my gosh, wow. Jan. Oh, that was a great effort. Two seconds is pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, I I know you got to get this all right and all, but uh, still, if she was right, that would have been really impressive. Well, she took a page out of your book of just screaming out, got it sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. And hope it registers. She's like, got it. We all got excited. Oh. And she thought it was Jesse's girl. I am so sorry, Jan. That means our $500 diamond pendant just got a little bit bigger from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. It's now a $600 diamond pendant. I'm so excited about this getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's fun. It's a fun game just to play along, too. Even in the practice round and in the real round, it's just fun to play along and see if you can beat Mercedes. I wonder if there's anyone out there that got got it faster than than you at 1.4 seconds. I guarantee you someone did. I guarantee you someone. Because 80s is my, like, weak spot. Mm -hmm. But that's such an iconic song. But I still was questioning it. I I didn't know if it was for (laughs) sure the outfield. Still to come this morning, we've got our spring fling with Jason Mraz, Dean Lewis, Michael Richter. That's happening April 29th. We've got your tickets at 825 and also your tickets at 940. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mitch 94.1. Let's start things off with a concert announcement. Madonna has added another show. Huge demand for this Madonna concert. So we, she first announced October 7th, and then she added a second show, October 8th. Well, she'll be back January 18th, MGM Grand Garden Arena. For someone who used to hate coming to Vegas, she is coming quite a bit now, huh? Yeah, three shows, three separate times. Well, two separate times, October and January. We're going to have tickets here at Mix 94.1 uh, starting Monday, April 10th. But if you want to buy them, they go on sale this Friday morning at 10 a.m. 
It's, that must be towards the end of her tour then. She comes here in the beginning and then circles back in January. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe the initial uh, shows are kind of a practice run. I know a lot of artists like to do that sort of thing before they go on tour. Yes, yeah, so with three opportunities now to see Madonna here in Las Vegas. Gwyneth Paltrow testified Friday in that civil trial against the guy she collided with on a ski slope back in 2016. And she said that he ran into her. Not only that, but when he first hit her, she thought she was being sexually assaulted. So Paltrow said, I was skiing and two skis came between my skis, forcing my legs apart. And then there was a body pressing against me. And there was a very strange grunting noise. So my brain was trying to make sense of what was happening. I thought, is this a practical joke? Is someone doing something perverted? This is really, really strange. He was groaning and grunting in a very disturbing way. I don't know. I'm trying to keep an open mind about this, but at the same time, the fact that she really didn't check on that guy, and she was talking about this in the in the um, testimony that she was like, I was just not in the right place to to do that. She says that she was so completely thrown off, which I guess if you don't know until you're in that situation, yeah. but I think I wouldn't. I don't know. Maybe if I was mad, I wouldn't check. I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. The, the, the plaintiff, by the way, 76-year-old. His name is Terry Sanderson, suing for $300,000. Gwen is countersuing for the symbolic $1 plus legal fees. Paltrow's ex-husband and kids are expected to testify in this trial. And you saw some of it on Twitter. It's out there. You want to stream this thing, you can watch this thing. Yeah, I don't remember where I saw it. It was just on some random thing. But I'm sure if you look it up on there, it's, it's pretty easy to find. It, yeah, it's out there. So it looks like Harry Styles has a new lady, Emily Ratajkowski. So the two were seen kissing passionately on the streets of Tokyo on night. Harry was in town for his Love on Tour concert. Um, so Emily, she filed for divorce in September. Since then, she's been linked to Brad Pitt, Pete Davidson, and Eric Andre. And Harry, he kind of manifested this because there's an old One Direction interview that's now resurfaced where he calls Emily his celebrity crush. Here's that audio. He's got so a Harry, celebrity audio. crush? Emily Ratajkowski from Gundam. Uh, I, I kind of like, though, how I saw a tweet that said this. I like how Emily Ratkowski is becoming the female Pete, uh, Pete Davidson. <laughs> She's starting to hook up with all these right. people. Right. Brad Pitt. Pete da- <laughs> well, she hooked up with Pete Davidson. And yeah. then Eric Andre. And then her ex-husband. And now Harry Styles. What a good-looking couple that is. You were at the Taylor Swift show. You went to both of them. You kind of talked about this earlier. But Taylor Swift is adding surprise songs to every stop in her errors tour. She's got 52 shows lined up, so no two shows will technically be alike. Tell me if I have this right. Friday night, she did our song. Yes, and people went crazy because she hasn't performed that live in a long time. Oh, really? Yeah. And then Snow on the Beach? Yes, that was the Lana Del Rey uh, song that she's featured on. And then Saturday night, Cowboy Like Me with Marcus Mumford. How was that when he came out? It was was cool because being that I was there on uh, Friday... And she said right off the bat, hey, guys, I'm going to play this song, but the person that I did it with is not going to be here. So don't get excited and start screaming. They're not going to be here. I promise you they're not walking out. So I just assumed the same thing would happen with this one. And then she's like, and here is Marcus Mumford. He walked out. We're like, what? Oh, my gosh. It was really cool. That's so cool. And then White Horse was the second song she did on Saturday. Yeah, it was uh, It was really cool. She, she did a great job. What a show. What a show. What was like the big pop of the night when she did that stage dive? thing was or just like the whole con- the time people were just screaming the entire time oh man did have you seen that video of her swimming yeah. back to the stage yeah. that's pretty cool um 
but just when people started screaming the most, I just felt like it was nonstop screaming. <laughs> Did you sit uh, down you, at all? You know what it was? Um, it was when she went into the reputation era. People went nuts. Like, as soon as you saw the snake, it was like a flash of a snake. People were like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was really cool. Um, I, I actually got to sit down on um, that first show. And then the second show, I had to stand uh, a little bit, but it was—I didn't mind. It was fine. You were saying three hours just went like that, right? Yeah, it was—it was just amazing. Now, a big show coming to town is our Spring Fling, April 29th, over at the theater at Virgin Hotels. Next hour, of course, it features Jason Mraz, Dean Lewis, and Michael Richter. All ages show. Next hour, 8:25. Your tickets when you win. Heads up! It's Mix 94.1. Welcome back to the work week. It's Monday and a big weekend in Las Vegas. So much going on, but it sounds like to kick off the weekend, you uh, you witnessed a bad ending for someone that I, was working. I did. So I, um, I, I do a, a car show on YouTube and on Saturday morning I was filming an episode and the guy that I work with, we met at the DMV, the one in North Las Vegas off of Decatur because it was really close to the house that we're going to go film at. So we wanted to meet together and drive over. And so we met there, went and did our thing and came back about you know, a couple hours later and, and um, get to the, back to the DMV. I'm like, I have to use the bathroom. So I go inside the DMV and the DMV, the one on Decatur, North Las Vegas on a Saturday morning, it is packed. Mercedes lying outside the door. You walk in Inside, lined up to the counter, people sitting everywhere. It was a very busy DMV on Saturday. But when I go inside, the first thing I hear, I'm not even inside there for two minutes. The first thing I hear is a woman screaming at the top of her lungs, something about a form. I didn't know I need the form. It's like, whoa, what form didn't you know you needed? Is it, is it necessary to scream that much? I go into the bathroom. I can still hear her like scream. Looks like no one said anything. I, and leave, still going at it. This poor employee at the DMV, I don't know what happened, but this lady didn't have some form, and she was fired up and screaming at the top of her lungs. I wonder if you just get used to it when you work at the DMV, that you just expect you're going to deal with someone that is angry, that is going to scream at you, and then you just get numb to it. I kind of feel like you have to shut off all your emotions and just be like, this is the answer. This is a because... It's got to be hard. It's weird, though, because every single time I've gone to the DMV, like I'd say in the past five to ten years, every time it's been a pleasant experience. I'm just like, wow, they are so nice at that DMV, except for the time my daughter failed her driving test. But I mean, they were still nice. About it. They're like, sorry, <laughs> what can we do? But um, what's what place do you think has the absolute worst customers just of any place where you're like, I would never do this for a living because you guys are the worst customers ever. Someone actually tweeted working for the DMV customers are always rude. Um, it, and I would say not always. Some of us are not rude, but yes, the majority I think are. And there's so much stuff with it. I was really stunned how busy it was on a Saturday morning because there's so much stuff you can do online. Like there's so many things with the DMV that you can do online and avoid having to go in there. But walking in there, I felt like it was the DMV back in the 90s where you couldn't do stuff online because it was so crowded on Saturday morning. I always like have this anxiety like I'm waiting for them to announce my name at the Academy Awards when it's time to renew my license and sometimes you can just renew it online and you don't have to go in for the picture and this past year when it was uh, up for renewal I'm like typing it in there and I'm like please don't make me go in don't make me go in 
Yes! <laughs> <laughs> they sent it right to me. It was amazing. I was so happy. Oh, I remember too, like having to wait to the DMV back in you know in the nineties before you can do stuff online in early two thousands. Having to wait, and your your number was like D two fifty two, and just like sitting there waiting for it to be called. But they always bounce around, be like P eighty five. I'm like, why aren't they doing the D's? And they bounce back to the D's. And I used to bring back in the. I would have a portable DVD player. I mean, this is how far back it was. But I would bring that with a couple movies to watch. So I'd make an afternoon out of it. Sit there, watch a movie, and just wait for my number to be called. I always thought like it, that is the perfect place to do marketing. It, the last time I had to go, and we were just sitting there and just like staring at nothing. Some people brought a book. Most people were scrolling on their phones, and I'm like. We should make a deal with them to play our podcast so they can just be sitting there and listen to it. You yes. Know? Have some sort of entertainment. Who controls the music at the DMV and how do we get our show on there? Let's make some movies on this I didn't even thing. hear any music. There was zero music. It was just like all I could hear is, you know, the the new numbers popping up. It's like a bell. It's like, ding. And you look up the three, two, seven. And then you see someone stand up. Oh, walk over. <laughs> it's my time. It's, it's my time. It's like a groundhogs when they pop their <laughs> like, oh, there it is. And then you feel like, uh, I remember feeling too, like, like if you're not up there within five seconds, they're going to move on to the next person. Oh, like you're I run. Up there so fast. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I am running. I always wear sneakers because you are not taking my spot <laughs> when I waited this long. Now, G24. Yes. But I don't know if that's still the case now, but you, for COVID, you had to make an appointment. And I got to say, as much as that it was annoying because there were only a limited number of appointments and you had to book like three months in advance, um, that was nice when you walked in Mm -hmm. and like, it was your time and you didn't have to wait in a long line. What are some other jobs out there that you deal with some very rude customers? What is it? Is it maybe the IRS too, the Internal Revenue Service, probably dealing with people that are upset and angry about taxes and stuff. But every time I've dealt with the IRS, the people are always super friendly. Do you deal with them a lot? That's no, scary. I know. That's your insider trading, blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, I was audited once. I've talked about this many times before. I was audited back in, gosh, maybe 15 years ago. And um, the whole process was just they were super nice throughout the process. Process. Certain things I didn't have, but um, other stuff they would take as documentation and had to get letters from employees and stuff. It was a whole thing, but th- it wasn't rushed. It wasn't like, we need this. They weren't mean about it. and was all said and done. I ended up owing an extra hundred bucks and I was, you know, I was kind of happy with it. I, w- I was expecting a lot worse when it was when you find that you're being audited. Anel just said property management has the worst customers and I can attest to that. My husband used to be in property management. He's had things thrown at him. He's had people screaming at him. He he was just constantly coming home telling me about this person. They went over. They didn't pay their rent. They said it was his fault. They couldn't pay it. He's like, why, why is it my fault? I didn't do anything. Like, Yeah, he had a, a picture of me on his desk in a frame, and someone picked it up and threw it at him. Come on. And the really? glass, and it broke. Yeah. He's like, well, I, I need a new frame. Someone just threw your picture at me. Holy cow. Yeah, it was really bad. That's like assault. <laughs> it was assault. It, you know? but yeah, they just walked right out. Yeah. I was like, okay, well. And, and then Make sure who, you pay your yeah, rent. <laughs> I know where you live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're my complex. <laughs> we have next hour, there's tickets to our spring fling at 825. And up next, we have the hot three. What do you have for us? All right. Could your job be impacted by AI. Wait until you see the percentage of people this is going to affect. Also, doing this to a stranger 
can help with social anxiety. We'll tell you what it is. And a driver, um, he uh, he got pulled over this weekend, and he said, "I have an out. Sorry. Look at this. Wait until you see or hear what he showed the officer." That's all coming up next in the hot three. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right. Well, new research claims that 80% of the U.S. workforce could have at least 10% of their work tasks affected by the introduction of chat GPT. They also found that about 19% of workers may find at least 50% of their duties impacted by GPT or general purpose technologies. This um, study examines exposure of work tasks to AI without distinguishing between labor augmenting or labor displacing effects. So basically in this study, researchers, they defined as exposure as a measure of whether Access to GPT would reduce the time it takes for a human to perform a work task by at least 50 (laughs) percent. And so they found that um, it could be good because it could save workers a lot of time completing a large share of their tasks. But I think a lot of other people are like, wait, is this going to take my job? The study found that mathematicians, interpreters, accountants, legal secretaries, writers and authors are some of the jobs to have the highest levels of exposure At the other end of the spectrum, more of lower paying jobs like rail maintenance workers, cooks, mechanics, floor layers, um, stonemasons, meat packers, they don't. They had no exposure to chat GPT. So you've uh, you talked about it on the show a couple of weeks ago and how more people are using it. I used it for the I signed up this past weekend. I'd read a blog post and it was kind of just, you know, hit a wall. And I'm like, I'm going to sign up for chat GPT and punch in a couple. I said what I needed, punch in a couple keywords, hit enter and whoa. And so I tweaked things and everything and added some stuff to it. I'm like, this is fantastic. It's amazing. Good thing you're not in college because they have uh, they have ways to find out if you use ch- chat GPT. I was telling Laura that because I, I like, see this. She's reading this, the, the post. Like, it's really good. I'm like, I didn't write it. Uh, and I was telling her more about it. And I told her the same thing. Yeah, college kids, they're, they're in school. They're picking up on stuff because but it blows my mind how fast it is. Yeah, it's it just it, it pops it up and you're like, the speed and just the the items they use they access to create these things mm-hmm. is just unbelievable. And it keeps going and going and going at least for me until I just like stop generating. I got enough to work with, but it, I wonder how long we keep going until you say, okay, I'm good with what you give me. Well, you need to you need to specify, say like write a ten sentence blog post about dogs, and then it'll give you that specific. Oh, you can give yeah. it even more specific. Yeah, great. Or like write a five hundred word. Um, essay on stuffed animals. <laughs> it'll, do, mm-hmm. it'll make sure it's that long. It's crazy. Uh, also this morning, the next time you're stuck on a bus or a, a, in an Uber that you're sharing with someone who does not smell good, please thank them for it because they're doing the world a great service. A new study found that getting a nice big whiff of someone else's body odor might help you with social anxiety. Researchers in Sweden had 48 socially anxious women sniff samples of people's armpit sweat, and for some reason it helped. They went through mindfulness therapy as well, which helped a little. That alone cut their anxious feelings by 17%, but when they smelled a stranger's B.O., 
The social anxiety dropped by 39%, so more than twice what therapy did. It was a small study, so they have to do more research, but they exposed the women to different types of BO for two days, and no matter what kind of sweat it was, they saw the exact same result. Most of the sweat was taken from people while they watched a funny movie, and then other samples were taken from people while they were watching scary movies, but both types of BO seem to have a calming effect. And you've, you've said it before, you like the smell of Matt's BO, correct? Yeah, because it doesn't smell bad. It smells clean. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I've never met anyone that had no BO. Even after he does a workout, you would expect, oh, he must stink. And he says he does, but then I'm like, and he does not. It's like the cleanest smell I've ever smelled. It's, it's awesome. But it's not like someone else's regular BO. Nope. It's it's a clean smell, like spring clean. Like yeah, I don't, it's, no, it's not like a perfumey uh-huh. smell. It's like... Yeah, like when it rains, you know that smell yeah. where it just smells clean. That's he smells like rain. <laughs> he smells like rain. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna ask G, Chat GPT to write a a poem about how Matt smells like rain. Oh, it'll come over dead in seconds. It'll be beautiful. Okay, hold on. I'll I'll, I'll read it to you after I'm done with the hot okay. But um, let's get this started so it has time. Chat GPT, if you don't know, it's the the AI. You can punch in anything and write blog posts tweets books whatever you need done it'll write for you okay so it's it's generating and then we'll do this uh <laughs> this final story. nice um police officers have probably heard every excuse in the book when they pull people over and they've probably saw, seen some pretty oscar worthy performances but this is a new one cops in minnesota they pulled someone over on friday night and the driver handed their them their driver's license and a get out of jail free card and it's not a euphemism, people. It was an actual orange get out of jail free uh, chance card from Monopoly. Mm-hmm. And it looks so worn. So the the person probably had it in their wallet for a while just waiting to do this. It's unclear what the person got pulled over for, but it doesn't sound like it worked. The police shared a photo of it on Facebook and said, unfortunately, the state of Minnesota does not recognize this as a valid document. Points for effort and humor, though. It's possible the driver just got a ticket and was allowed to proceed Pass go, collect $200 and not landing on one of the yellow properties. <laughs> but we'll, we don't know for sure. So. Wouldn't it be great to have the, you get, everyone gets one card in life you can use. That's a speeding ticket or something. Oh, ah, great. I'd like to use this card here, officer. Thank you. Do you want to hear the poem about how Matt smells like rain? Chat GPT, what do you got? Do you have like music that yeah, I can set the yeah, mood? Yeah, let me. Uh, this is very, there's four proses here and then uh, it, it should be pretty quick. Let me, uh, <laughs> hold on a second here. <laughs> Let me see if we got like this stuff is too good. I can't even believe this. This is nuts. Uh, we have poem music. Uh, Was that masterpiece theater? Yeah, masterpiece. Hold on a second. Okay. Masterpiece. This is um, Chat GPT. I I said write a poem about how Matt smells like rain, and okay. this is what we got. Matt smells like rain on a summer's day. A misty fragrance that drifts his way, soft and gentle yet strong and clear. A scent that lingers year after year. He carries it with him wherever he goes, the essence of nature in his very clothes. A reminder of life, of growth and change, of the beauty that surrounds us. So strange. It's a scent that's familiar, yet hard to place. A fragrance of wonder, of mystery and grace that fills the air with soothing calm. A feeling of peace like a healing balm. So when I breathe in and catch that smell of rain and earth and all things well, I think of Matt and his gentle way and how he smells like rain on a summer's day. It's beautiful. 
Isn't that That's just... beautiful? Oh my god. Amazing. I'm in tears. I'm going to start crying. It's beautiful. You can find someone's <laughs> eulogy with ChatGPT. <laughs> You know? Write JC's eulogy. Right. <laughs> Seriously, I want to see. Write uh, eulogy for JC. Oh. To put a couple things, like worked at, in radio, married to Laura. It's literally just sitting there blinking. It's like, I got none. Oh, here we go. Should we save that for... You would come back. Uh, come back. Come back with ChatGPT because it's going and going and going. Eulogies. I'll I'll get one for you. I'll punch in a couple of the keywords about you. I wonder if it's the same. It'll be the same eulogy though. Okay, our ChatGPT eulogies are coming up in three minutes. Who saw Taylor this weekend, and what did you guys think when this song came on? Everyone in the place was singing. As a matter of fact, everyone in the place was singing the entire show. It was such a good show this weekend. The videos you posted looked like you guys had an awesome time, and it just looked like it wasn't a bad scene in the house no, either. Everyone's, it was great. It was all over social media. If you uh, follow anyone in Las Vegas, I'm sure you saw Taylor Swift in your stream this weekend. Yeah, it's uh, it was uh, pretty incredible, and a lot of people, I mean, 60,000 people a night it sold out shows so okay so we were talking about how chat gpt is going to affect so many jobs in the future and if you uh have a job that is in certain industries they say that you're more likely than others to have your job affected by the app and if you've never used chat gpt it's pretty it's pretty amazing how it can come up with with things any question you can ask it and then boom there you are. You have yourself a full-on essay or you have yourself information, but they say eighty per, up to 80% of workers could see their jobs impacted by AI. I know that's a big conversation in radio right now because they say that our jobs could be gone. You just put someone, program them to be a certain way, and it'll sound like someone just doing a show. No, no issues. It's crazy. I used it for the first time this weekend to write a blog post. And then during the hot three, Mercedes wrote a poem about her husband, Matt, and the fact that his B.O. is not smelly. He smells like springtime rain. Yeah. And so it, it wrote a poem about that. And then J.C. wanted to know what a eulogy about him. My Mor- you, yes. Morbid. But um, he wanted to know what an, a eulogy for J.C. would sound like. And so I asked and it wrote something. And it's not too long. It's very nice, to the point, very, very good. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. This is my eulogy according to ChatGPT. (sighs) It is with great sadness that we gather here today to remember and celebrate the life of JC. JC was a remarkable person who touched the lives of everyone who had the privilege of knowing him. JC had a heart of gold and a spirit that was impossible to break. He was always willing to lend a hand, to offer support, and to show kindness to those around him. His infectious smile and warm personality made him an instant friend to everyone he met. J.C. was a person of great integrity and character. He lived his life with purpose and meaning, always striving to make a positive impact on the world. He inspired others to do the same, and his legacy will continue to live on through the countless lives he touched. J.C. had a passion for life and an unwavering commitment to his family and friends. He was a devoted husband, father, son, brother, and friend. Oh, there's a surprise in my eulogy. (laughs) Everyone right now goes, oh! Uh, looking around, what? <laughs> he cherished the time he spent oh with those he loved, and his presence will be deeply missed. We mourn, While we mourn the loss of JC, we celebrate the life he lived and the many ways in which he made the world a better place. His kindness, generosity, and compassion will continue to inspire us all.
That's really good. That was excellent. I'm going to save that. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote one for you, or ChatGPT wrote one for you. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, and I added a couple things. You can add stuff to it. So I added some things to it to, to give me more about Mercedes. Okay. It reads, uh, Dear friends and family, today we gather to celebrate the life of Mercedes, a beloved member of our community who passed away too soon. Mercedes was a woman who had a passion for many things in life, but above all, she loved her family, the New York Yankees, Taylor Swift, and working in radio. Mercedes was a true family woman, and she treasured every moment spent with her loved ones. Her smile would light up a room, and she had a way of making everyone feel welcome and loved. She was always there for her family no matter what, and they knew they can count on her for anything. When it came to sports, Mercedes was a diehard fan of the New York Yankees. She knew everything there was to know about the team and would talk about them endlessly. Whether they won or lost, Mercedes would always cheer them on with all her heart. Mercedes also loved music, and Taylor Swift was her favorite artist. She knew all the lyrics to every song and would sing along with them in the car or at home. Her love for music extended to her career, where she worked in radio and shared her passion with others. Wow. Although Mercedes had many loves in her life, there were a few things she disliked. Tomatoes. And pumpkin seeds <laughs> and Al Roker were two of them. <laughs> you forgot tomatoes. The I don't, I don't, I don't. It goes on and on. You're kind oh of loving gosh, everything. Oh my gosh, that was so long. But yeah. You're gonna, everyone's going to tune out now thanks to this long one. Can you say keep it under five I know. Hours? Our eulogies are both very long. We're kind of spitting out the same stuff over and over again. Oh man, it's just absolutely incredible what this technology can do it now no if we write anything that's probably not our words <laughs> it really well is said. thank you thank you chat gpt oh my gosh that's great it's crazy too you can just whatever you do you can give it you know give it more input and the more input you give it the more detailed stuff it gives you i know it's it's really crazy but hey you may be listening to ai mercedes jc and steph before long They're probably funnier times <laughs> probably <laughs> see mean, no let's be real chat GTP can't do sarcasm like we can. Those tickets to our Spring Fling are coming up here in about 15 minutes. Our Spring Fling with Jason Mraz and Dean Lewis and Michael Richter is happening April 29th. We have tickets for you coming up here in just about five minutes. This weekend, it was mostly about Taylor Swift, was it not? Oh my gosh, everywhere. So everywhere. cool. Everywhere. And uh, what a great show it was. If you went, you know. It was uh, three hours and 15 minutes of hit after hit after hit. And I mean, I, I saw people in tears. Like, that's how moved they were by that performance. It was so, so good. And something else I noticed, and this is a phenomenon I've only witnessed with one other group. So if this has happened with another singer or group, you got to let me know. Because I'm just completely... Um, loving this trend and I hope it catches on to more people so at Taylor's show everyone not everyone but a vast majority of people dressed up with the inspiration of one of her eras so it could be the Evermore era and they're wearing like their hair in a French braid and they have like a, a, a plaid shirt on and like corduroys or a cardigan or something like that or it could be from her reputation era where she's you're wearing black leather um sequins just all black it could be from the the lover era and it's like pastels and pink and blue 
everyone was dressed as an era and I loved it. It was just so cute. So on Friday when I went, I was the red era and I was wearing a shirt that she wears in her 22 video and a hat and, and red lipstick and, and her heart sunglasses. My, one of my daughters dressed up. She was reputation. She, she was wearing like a sequin skirt and like a, a crop top. Uh, and it was just so adorable. But the only other group I've seen that with is BTS where people would dress up either in purple or in uh, their version of an outfit from one of their videos. I've never seen it with any other group or singer. Have you? Uh, I have not. I have not. I'm trying to think what I would do for you two. <laughs> for you two concert coming I up I know what you would do for you two. Okay. okay, what's the band? And we'll tell you what to wear. Or if you have an idea for a band or a singer, let us know. 702-364-9400. With you two, you have to wear Bono glasses. Like yellow glasses or weird shaped sunglasses that's like that's the u2 outfit oh don't you so think good. i don't I know do. if there's more probably to it but that's the first thing i so i'm thinking of the u2 eras so the, their residencies coming here is to be based on octune baby that that one particular album and zoo tv but if you go back to when they first started in albums like boy in october there was a punkish look to them and then you get Joshua Tree and the kind of earthy vibes to the look with Joshua Tree. And then when you get into Octoon Baby and Zuropa, that's Mercedes. Yeah, when you get the leather-wearing Bono, the black sunglasses, they went full rock star. And then you have the pop album with the song Discotech. So you could dress disco if you wanted to. But would they, would they know if you walked in their disco like, oh, that's disco? Oh, I think you two fans you would, would know. Yeah, you two okay. fans would know. Just that was, a regular person wouldn't know. Yeah, no, but same no. thing with those other groups. Like, you, if we walked into a BTS concert, you probably would not know why someone was wearing a pink silky robe, right? Not at all. Exactly. Oh, it's very casual. We're in a robe. But then I'm trying to think as you get to, like, uh, all that you can't leave behind and you two from 2000 to, to now, I do think Yabana was wearing those blue-colored sunglasses, the yellow-colored sunglasses more as well so um but yeah there's definitely errors that when it comes to a u2 show okay so what are other concerts where people dress up like the artist or the band um someone just texted at madonna concerts i usually see people dressing in all her different looks i've never been to a madonna concert so that's good to know i mean we just made the announcement she's coming back to town for a third show on january 18th so that um i mean there's so many different eras there's her like a virgin era her um, True Blue era, her La Isla Bonita era, like so many possibilities with with Madonna on that. Could you go to Madonna show wearing a wedding dress? Like she yeah, did the MTV that's uh, a like musical a virgin. Yeah. That's the Like a Virgin inspired one for sure. Um, someone just texted, what would you wear to an Ariana Grande show? Um, Steph is our resident Ariana Grande uh, fan. I would guess thigh high boots. Is there something else, Steph? Probably a baggy sweatshirt and, of course, the high ponytail. And cat ears. Yes. I saw her in concert. Everyone was wearing cat, cat ears. ears. Yes. I was like, why is everyone wearing cat ears? I th that, yes. I totally forgot about the baggy sweatshirt. That's a, that's a really good one. Okay, for Steph and you, Mercedes Maroon 5, kicked off the residency over the weekend. I may have stumped you on this one. What do you wear then to a Maroon 5 concert? No shirt like Adam Levine like you did with the Super Bowl? I don't think they would let you in. <laughs> no shoes, no shirt, no servers. Not getting in here. Um, what about the color maroon? Yeah, something with just something maroon. Yeah, why there not that? Sure. I just can't see. I just see Adam Levine in t-shirts for some reason.
Like just plain tees, white like, tees. Like a white t-shirt? Yeah. Blue jeans. Like, oh, who are you? <laughs> oh, I'm just Adam Levine. <laughs> I can't even have other members in the band, so I don't know. Someone just said, we all just saw Stevie Nicks. Lots of scarves and black flowy dresses. Yes, yeah. I could totally see that. Uh, someone just wrote, all white for Backstreet Boys. That'll backfire on you. I'm telling you. I got red wine spilled all over my white, all white Backstreet Boys outfit. But were you wearing all white because of there's a thing with Backstreet Boys and all white? Or could you just want to wear all white that night? No, I was doing it for the Backstreet Boys uh-huh. from the I I want it that way video okay. where they all wear all white. Um, so that was my that was my homage to them. Uh, this Aaron says we went to the New Kids on the Block concert last year, and uh, everyone was wearing. In, dressed in 80s with fluorescent colors. Oh, that's cute. I like that one. Um, let's see. What about Beyonce? She'll be here in August. Oh, uh, sparkly cowboy hat. Yes. Oh, yeah. Don't you think? You can buy it on uh, Etsy, I think. It, I mean, but that lady who's selling them and making them handmade. That's she... all she's doing is making hats. <laughs> yes, that's a poor, poor girl. <laughs> making hats. Can't stop making. That or a black bodysuit. <laughs> Nothing yes. else. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. <laughs> I like this trend to dress up your favorite era let's whatever start Let's just make is. that a thing. Yeah. Every concert, let's come up with what the outfits are going to be. All right. You have to come up with this one right here. We want caller 20 at 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing heads up for a really cool prize. We've got your tickets to join us at Spring Fling with Jason Mraz. It is going to be happening April 29th at the theater at Virgin Hotels. Also, Dean Lewis will be there. Michael Richter will be there. I'm thinking the since it's spring fling, spring colors, or what's the iconic hat that Jason Mraz wears? Oh, he has a hat. Like, is it like a page boy hat, or yeah, is that know, what it's called? I know that you're talking about. He always feels like he wears like catchy t-shirts, too. Like some kind of fun little thing, catchy, like Urban Outfitters type t-shirts. Yeah, that, that would be my guess. Am I going to wear either of those things? Probably not, but <laughs> you can go and join us. You want to play Heads Up, just be color 20 right now. Pick your category, pick your partner, get six answers in 60 seconds, and you win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Karen, good morning. You're Caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yay. Good morning, guys. Yes. How's your, you. how's your Monday going so far? It's a lot better now. I tell oh, you that much. Oh, let's make it even better by getting you these tickets to join us at Spring Fling. We need you to pick a category this morning. Do you want to go with doctor's office Walk in the park, promposal, tater tots, or Eiffel Tower. Uh, let's go with. Wait, what was the second one? It was walk in the park. Okay, let's go with walk in the park. Okay, walk in the park. Take a walk in the park day is coming up on Thursday. These are all things you would see in the park. Okay. 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 Who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, let's go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Karen, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six scratched. You're joining us at Spring Fling. You start now. A little kid might sit on this and go down and go, wee. The slide. Yes. Uh, whoa. Uh, this is uh, like um, a fur or um, a, uh, you chop this down for, for Christmas. You put this in your. A tree? Yes. Um, take me out to the da, da, da. This is the sport. Um by me Baseball? yes um when you sit on this and you pump your legs and you can go higher and higher a seesaw uh no you 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 sit on it and you go back and forth back and forth back and forth a swing uh yes this is um they go woof 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 
A dog. Yes. This is someone who maybe they're exercising by pumping their arms and going fast. Uh, they are a what? Not a walker, but a... A runner. Yay! Yes. Yay! <laughs> Woo! We got a little slicey and dicey there, but we got it. Congratulations! <laughs> Thank you, guys. Karen, you're all set. You got your tickets to our Spring Fling. This is happening April 29th with Jason Raz and Dean Lewis. And you're probably saying, I want my tickets to Spring Fling. No problem. We have them for you next hour at 940. Away from them. I would be devastated if this happened to me. But there's an upside to this story, a financial upside. But Laura, my wife, had some friends in town over the weekend and uh, hanging out with them on Sunday and talking to one of the girls. And we started talking about houses and building. And she told us that uh, recently her childhood home was torn down. They lived on a farm, had a farmhouse. Everything was great. She grew up there, family, the whole thing. Uh, they're building townhomes. They made way for the townhomes, but because of the land deal and everything, her family made out, but you know, her parents are doing okay. It was a nice deal. She said, my parents are doing great though, because you know, so bought the developer bought the land to build townhomes. But at the same time, you know, she'd go back for Christmases and everything. That was the home she was born in and grew up in. And I'd say she's in her early thirties. And so that's all she's known as, as far as going back home and visiting. That was her childhood home. And it's now it's gone, leveled, gone. That's so, I, I, I get it. Congratulations on the money. But still, those are memories that yes. are gone. And even if you don't live there, like, uh, I think about quite often whenever I'm on the 15. And remember all those houses that used to be on the west side of the 15? And they're gone now. Like, the gone. And I'm guessing they were paid for them. I don't know how well they were paid for them. But at at some point, someone knocks on your door calls you or whatever like hey we're knocking down these houses and you're living there you're living there what house is in the 15 are you talking about um it's like right uh, i i'd say oh gosh between the spaghetti bowl and like charleston maybe they were on the west side of the freeway okay. they were all like lined they were all lined up there and then they expanded the freeway and, and then just they gone. were gone they were gone for freeway nothing even was built in its place so <sighs> yeah just just crazy I, uh, I, it makes me sad though. What has become of your childhood home? Is it still there? Do you still go visit or did, uh, did you, your parents sell it, but someone else lives in there and do you, do you go up to the house? Your, so your childhood home, well, is that the house you were born in? The one your mom lives in? No, no. Uh, we were, they were living in an apartment when I was born. Um, and I don't remember living there. I have seen pictures of me like crawling on the stairs and stuff, but I don't remember, I don't remember living there. The, my childhood home was in Windsor, Colorado. And um, Windsor is in between Denver and Fort Collins. And I was born in Greeley, which was the next town over, but the only one with a hospital. They didn't have a hospital in, Fort, uh, in, in uh, Windsor. So this place was is still there. I want to say it's on Walnut Street. I think that was our address, something Walnut. And when my brother graduated from college up at Colorado State University in Fort Collins, on our way there, we're like, should we get off on this exit and go to Windsor and see the old house? And everyone's like, yeah, let's go see it. So we went and we started taking pictures in front of it. Like the family and, and Matt was taking pictures of us. We're like, this is our old house, hey. Um, and the guy that lives there came out. And I don't blame him. If someone's taking pictures in front of your house, you probably like, excuse me. So he came out. He goes, can I help you? And um, my dad turned around. He goes, oh, we used to live in this house. He's like, oh, yeah. 
And he's like, yeah, back in whatever years it was. He goes, well, be darn. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and he was really nice. I, I, I wanted to see if they would let us in to yeah. see it, but we didn't ask. I, I felt like that was a bit too intrusive, but he was very nice once he realized what we were doing. That's very funny. sweet. Yeah. What about your childhood house? Is it the one your parents still live in? Uh, no. Well, technically, yes, but... In my mind, no. Um, I was born in a different house. It, we, it's called Tower Hill, as we call it, because it was on a road called Tower Hill. And it was back in the woods. But I was born in that house, and we moved into the house. My parents. You were born in the actual house? Uh, yes, in the bathtub. No. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you were serious. <laughs> I was like, wow. But my mom did it at, at home birth. You know, it was crazy times. Uh, so my, yeah, I was born in the hospital, but that was the house that, was that where yeah, my parents were living in. And um, we, I was three years old when we moved into the house that my parents still live in today. So th- to me, that's my childhood home. I have a couple memories from Tower Hill. I can remember playing on the stairs with my sister. I remember playing, and it, and it backed up. It was in a wooded area, but it backed up to, to a big highway. And I remember like playing in the woods, but also hearing the cars driving by, and me kind of scared of the cars driving by. But we moved in this house when I was the current house when I was three or four years old, and my parents still live there today. So I go anytime I go back home. It's my childhood house that I go to. Oh, man. It's uh, it's just so, so many memories, you know. Um, someone just texted us. It says, my childhood home nearly burned down in a giant forest fire several years ago in Colorado Springs. Most of the homes in our neighborhood burned down. My elementary school was damaged in the fire, and many of my friends' homes, parents' homes, are gone. That's so sad. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine. It's like, this is where my house used to be. Oh, yeah. Nothing there now. With a tragedy like that. Our homes are, are, are fairly new, but there was someone that lived in our house. I think my house was built in 05. We moved it in 2010. Uh-huh. If someone came to your house and rang the doorbell and said, hey, we used to live here. Would you let them in? Well, I know the people that used to live there. And no. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Of course I would. <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> what about you? Um, I don't know if I let them in. I don't know. It's like well, yeah, you lived there for five years. Um, I know they were estheticians or something because for the longest time I was getting all this like uh, beauty mail for them. So they did something in that world. Um, I don't know. Like, oh, cool. Feel free to walk around outside. See, the, the, my hesitation is, is my house clean or is it not? Like uh, yeah. right now I have a bunch of junk on the dining room table. Um, I've got bills on the on the island in the kitchen. And so if they just want to come in, I'd be really embarrassed. So I would say no because the house is a mess. Make an appointment and come back. Yes, let me know once <laughs> I clean and then you can come in. We did spring fling tickets this hour for Heads Up. We got them again next hour, 940. Your tickets to our spring fling with Jason Mraz and Dean Lewis. That's happening next hour. Up next is the hot. Three, what do you have for us? All right. How many parents out there that have adult kids still pay their bills? Or are you an adult kid that has help from mom and dad? Also, uh, there's a new study about speak of the devil, cleaning your home. (laughs) How often we do it. That's on the way. And this is a weird thing to rank, but I think we all have our favorites. What are the best fast food ice cubes we're gonna talk about all that coming up next in the hot three here we go three two 
It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Nearly half of American parents with adult children are still supporting them financially. This is according to new research. They're paying bills that total an average of $1,442 a month, mostly covering expenses for groceries and Cell phone plans. Most of the adult kids getting help from their parents are between 18 and 24 years old, but more than a third are over 25, and 10% are 35 years old or older. Oh, who's the oldest person that's still getting support from your parents out there? What, were you cut off when you moved to Las Vegas, when you, when you moved uh, down here? Was that the end of your parents' generosity? I think so. I'm trying to think. I might have been on their cell phone plan still, but then I switched phones and numbers and... I turned in my Nokia phone for um, a Razor phone, <laughs> and I, I switched my plan then. Um, yeah, I I don't take any help from them anymore. I know my brother does. I know he and my mom are still on the same cell phone plan, so he gets money with that. And then every once in a while, she deposits money in his account. For no reason. Why? Just because he's Mario and everybody loves him. Yeah. She'll be like, oh, I, I, I put $200 in your account. And he's like, why? Because she doesn't do that for any of us, but she does it for Mario. He's the golden child. How do you get the Mario plan? Uh, I want the Mario I plan. I know. She just will do it here, here, and, here and there. Very sweet. They, she, he's the favorite, and it's fine because I can see why he's the favorite. Is they so, does he live with your mom or does he still live on his own? Sort of. He's, he's in the process of buying a home. Nice. And so he, he moved in with her during COVID to help her. He didn't want her to stay there alone. And now that things are not 100% back to normal, but 99% back to normal, um, he, he's ready to go. And I think she is ready for him to go too. <laughs> uh, Mario, the, the pandemic has been over for Time two years to go. now. Um, <laughs> Um, also this morning, a new study revealed that one-sixth of adults delay cleaning their living spaces for at least a month. The study showed that people owning appliances found that, um, well, well, more than half admitted that they've gone an entire month without cleaning. Um, 10% confessed to postponing it for over six months, and most of them questioned say they established a house cleaning routine within the initial six months of moving into their residence. Do you guys have a routine as far as cleaning the house? Yeah, I mean, um, I, it has for me, it's got to be clean every night when we go to bed. Organized. I like waking up to a clean, organized house. I wasn't like that years ago, and maybe it's got a little OCD, but... Every night when I go to bed, I go to bed knowing that the house is clean and neat and wake up to a clean, neat house. I can't have any messes. I mean, there's stuff from from time and here and there that stuff happens, but the majority, I like it to be clean. I, I love my house clean, and it's clean 90% of the time, but what happens with us is things start accumulating. So, like, we'll do laundry, and we hang dry a lot, a lot of our stuff. And we'll put the the dry stuff on one of the kitchen table chairs and then it'll turn to one, two, three. And then there's like a pile of shirts there. And then we get our bills. We pick up the mail and walk in the door and just put it on the counter. And then they start stacking up. And then I have to sit there and go through all of it like junk, trash, bill, you know. And so right now it's in that phase. (laughs) There's just there's junk everywhere do you have like the amazon uh packing table because in our house when we get packaged we walk in we have the dining room table that we never use and pack that's where the packages sit so packages are there 
waiting to be opened or something that needs to be returned and sealed up. That's like the uh, our UPS shipping center right there. No, we just, when we get it, we open it right then and yeah. there. We're like, what is it? Is this yours or is this mine? Um, finally, this morning, this is going to be very controversial, you guys. And feel free to comment with a call or a text at 702-364-9400. A new poll found that 16% of people always eat the ice when drinking something iced. And 40% of people sometimes do. Do you eat the ice? Hurts my teeth thinking of it. So it depends on the ice for me. But yeah, I, I don't always do that. But the question is, where do you go to find the best ice? So the Daily Meal, they just recently ranked 11 fast food places on the best ice cubes. And it's interesting. It's interesting. So I'll, I'll tell you, McDonald's, well, Taco Bell was last. They say that they had uneven lumps of frozen water so bad it's embarrassing. In fact, um, some people actually ask for no ice at Taco Bell because of the the ice cubes. Wow, okay. I, I didn't know that. I haven't been to Taco Bell in a while. McDonald's was second to last. Burger King uh, was number nine. Dunkin' was number eight. Jimmy John's was number seven. Starbucks was number six. I I mean, I think Starbucks ice is kind of overrated. That's just me, though. Um, then it was Pizza Hut, Dairy Queen. Um, Zaxby's was third. What's Zaxby's? Is it like a sandwich shop? I don't I'm know. not sure. It sounds like an East Coast place, but apparently they have the third best ice. Um this one, Chick-fil-A is second because their ice chills drinks without watering them down. And number one, with the perfect ice that aren't cubes, but nuggets that are crunchable and still hard enough that they don't melt too quickly is what, Jeff? Sonic. Sonic is the best ice. I agree. Sonic is the best. Now it's official. I mean, Jeff... Why do you love Sonic Ice so much? Well, in my college days, you could get a Sonic drink and add an adult beverage to it, like Seagram 7, and it would make the best flavors imaginable. Oh, that's brilliant. And you can actually buy the ice in bags from Sonic. I've gone there and bought their ice. Then I got an ice maker, and I realized it sucks because you have to wash it all. You've got to clean it. And I'm like, now I'm back to buying Sonic ice, so I don't have to worry. Because you have the rabbit poop ice maker in your house. Yes, I do. But you guys don't use it. It, Not anymore. Oh, when we first got it, oh my gosh, all the time. Then I noticed that this light came on and said, time to... Time to clean the ice machine. I'm like, what? I got to clean this thing? And there's, it's a whole process. Like, you have to put this cleaner in. You have to go through. You got to scrub it. I went in there with, like, baking soda. Made sure I got everything off. You have to sanitize it. And uh, then I was afraid everything was going to taste like the cleaner that I oh, just yeah. used. So then I had to go through another rinse. And I'm like, this sucks. I'm not doing this anymore. Do you have a front-loading washing machine? Uh, No. Top loading. We got one recently, or about a year ago, and I never knew you were supposed to drain it as well. Clean it and drain it. There's like a thing at the bottom where excess, like, there's some water in there and, like, hair and other stuff that shouldn't be going through the washing machine catches down there. And you're supposed to clean that, like, every, I don't know, like, 30 days or so. 
I'm like, are you? I found that over uh, Christmas break, and we had it for almost a year at that point. My mom told me, and there is a little compartment. You pop it open, there's a little hose you pull out, and it drains the excess water, and some stuff comes out. And we just found some like wrappers and stuff, nothing too bad. But I had no idea, almost kind of like your Sonic uh, rabbit poop ice thing, that you had to clean that thing out and drain it. Zero idea. It's like when the harsh reality of the cool gadget comes into play, and you're like, oh no, it's stupid. I'm telling you, if you're if you're in the market for a new washing machine, don't get a front loader. They're so dumb. Get a top loader. <laughs> Um, Allie says Zaxby's is a chicken place in the Midwest. Mm. Does Zaxby's want to send some chicken for Try It Tuesday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the last one, yeah, right? Yeah, that's it. All right, so next hour, we have Jerker Justified, and we got a dilemma involving roommates and a new boyfriend. Who is being the jerk in this situation? We'll break it down in about 15 minutes. It's Mix 94.1. We have your tickets to our spring fling. We've got them this hour for you right around 940. Right now, it is time for you to be the judge. Is this person a jerk or are they justified? If you ever have a situation you want us to tackle with the help of our amazing listeners, you can email it to us. You can message us. Uh, Just go to the website, mix941.fm. Molly sent this in and she wrote, hi, guys. Justine is not only my best friend, but she's also my roommate. Lately, Justine's new boyfriend, they've been dating for about two months, has been, stay, has been staying over a lot. He's here three to four times per week, and I think it's too much. I'd mentioned to her about implementing a two-night sleepover rule for boyfriends, and Justine said I was being a child and that they are adults. They can have their significant others stay over whenever they'd like. We split everything equally and have our own rooms. The thing is, I did not sign up to have a third person here three to four nights per week. I'd initially brought this up to Justine in a casual manner when we were out having drinks. Am I being a jerk in this situation? I want to bring it up to her again and let her know I was serious about the rule. Signed, Molly. Ooh, what do you guys think? That's a, that is a tender situation when that's happened. I, that's happened to me before. And just from my personal experience, you have to say something now or they're going to continue to walk all over you. Like, it is the worst. At first, I was like, it's fine. Night here and there. And then he never left. He (laughs) just lived there with us. And he would eat all the food. He was the worst. And, yeah, I just, I would say you have to say something immediately. Yeah, say something. Get on the same page. Uh, I was in that situation where uh, my roommate, Tim, He's like, my girlfriend from Colorado is moving down here. I'm like, cool. And she's going to live with us. Uh, but Bonnie was a sweetheart, and it was actually a blessing because she brought furniture. She brought cookware. She kept the place neat. She was Bonnie was the best. I loved her living with us. But if you're not a fan of this guy, and you want to, you know, just want your me time, and that's another body in the house, you got to say something. You just tell it, listen, he's here way too much. Four nights a week is way too much. I'm cool with two, but three or four... Start paying rent or, or something because it's way too much. Yeah, you have to you have to do some something. Whether they contribute money, um, I mean, if you think that them cooking or cleaning or doing something is worth it, then that's fine. But uh, even if they offered to do that stuff, I'd still be upset and say no because I signed up to live with you and that's it. One night here, that's fine, but. I didn't sign up for a third roommate, and I would not be okay. What do you guys think? 
9400 is this person a jerk or are they justified are they completely in the right to say something or should they even say something and do you risk losing the friendship over that i remember when i lived with my buddy gil and uh, i used to do slim you know the slim fast shakes that was like my breakfast every morning why i don't know <laughs> that was like my thing oh my gosh and i remember coming home one day and the girl he was dating at the time she was sitting on the couch drinking one of my slim fast <gasps> shakes i'm like <gasps> What? <laughs> you could have been a real jerk, though. I'd be like, yeah, you need it more than I do. <laughs> that, that, I mean, that would have been rude. They were just good shakes. It was strawberry flavored. They was were like, delicious. Yeah. I've had those before. Yeah. I like the chocolate one. I would just... I was just wondering, like, you weren't doing it to slim fast, were you? No, no. I was just like, I just liked it. I had a slim fast and like a, like a breakfast bar every morning for breakfast. <laughs> and uh, I got, a candy bar. <laughs> yeah. But I remember like coming home and she would come by once a week, maybe twice a week. And that was cool. But like I, when I knew she was there, you know, you couldn't walk out to, not that we walked around naked or anything, but you just, you know, things were different. The dynamics of our living situation was different because now this girl that's normally not there was there with us. Yeah, you always, you never can feel truly comfortable. Um, Bethany says she is being a jerk. I thought they were friends. What's wrong with seeing your roommate and friends so happy? That is completely rude and you are a jerk for saying something. Wow. This one says not a jerk. You live there as well. You should also be able to enjoy the home as you wish. I am actually in basically the same situation and told my uh, roommate that there needed to be clear boundaries only a couple of times a week only till a certain time of night and let me know in advance I need to be able to do what I need to get uh, do what I do and I need to get proper rest and relaxation at night without worrying about a person who doesn't live there and how he feels about me doing what I need to do to get ready let's talk to Juanita Juanita jerk or justified I don't know. It's a little bit of both because her roommate could be in love. What happens when she falls in love? She gonna want her man to be over there too. So <laughs> I mean, she should just think about her feelings. But as as definitely, definitely establish rules and make him pay rent if he's over there more than three days. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're, I mean, you have a point. Maybe there is a way to get the best of both worlds. You know, just like the previous person said, set some boundaries. Thank you, Juanita. Let's talk to Christy. Christy, jerker justified. Justify. I definitely think she should say something or she's going to end up resenting her friend. And, you know, they can work something out, I'm sure. I just, I, I, sometimes people are so sensitive that they fly off the handle if you say anything. But yeah, I agree, Christy. It's, uh, a sensitive situation maybe she should just like you know go find someone and then you can bring them and show her how it feels <laughs> just yeah. hey sir could you live with me three nights a week <laughs> i just want you to pretend my boyfriend to show my prove a point to my roommate exactly this hour still yeah 9 40 those tickets to our spring fling that's an all ages show it's gonna be so much fun you can buy your tickets right now go to our website mix941.fm all the information is there but we've got a pair for you this hour at 9 40 and up next is what's trending what do you have for all us? right We've got a lot going on in Las Vegas, including Adele. She's sticking around. Kelly Clarkson makes a big announcement. And do you suffer from pandemic nostalgia? That's all coming up next in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending.
doing well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Adele is trending this morning. The singer will be staying in Las Vegas a bit longer. She's extending her residency at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. Weekends with Adele wrapped up over the weekend, but now it's going to start up again on June 16th. It'll run through November 4th. She talked about it briefly on Saturday towards the end of her show saying playing to 4,000 people for 34 nights is not enough. I'll be back for a few weeks in June. She also said, and I'm going to film it. I'm going to release it and make sure that anyone who wants to see this show can see it. There were little nuggets over the past couple of weeks kind of indicating that she would be extending. One was that for the Formula One that'll be here in November, they have some kind of VIP package that includes some huge suite, a driver plus tickets to see Adele. Yeah, that was the first clue to us when when we saw that. And the ticket, the prices were like $5,000 or mm-hmm. something for the whole package. Or maybe it was more than that. I remember I was like, oh my gosh. So um, some more chances though, if you register for a fan presale, you might have received an email um, saying you can register for the presale sale of these i got that email um i've seen her already so i offered it up to some friends of mine so i registered on their behalf um but hopefully more people are going to get some of those i love the fact too there's going to be uh she'll you know put this out there for everyone to see anytime you have someone who does a show like that britney's done it bet midler share the shows they put out are huge successes yeah it's really it's a beautiful show and i'm so glad that more people will get to see it. Speaking of shows, Kelly Clarkson is trending this morning. Over the weekend, the singer announced that she has some big news. She has a new new music coming. Um, the first album that she has put out since her divorce, it's called Chemistry. As for how she got the title, this is what she said. I was trying to find a word. Also, it might be one of the songs on the album, but I was trying to find a word uh, that really described the whole thing. Because I didn't want everybody to think I was just coming out with some just like, I'm angry, I'm sad. Like just one or two emotions, you know. Um, this, this album is definitely the arc of an entire relationship. And uh, that's not all. She is going to be doing an exclusive Las Vegas engagement. She announced brand new shows live in Las Vegas called Chemistry and Intimate Night with Kelly Clarkson. It's happening July 28th through August 19th at Ticketmaster.com. Um, no word on the date for the album release. No date for the single release. Although she did say it will be coming out very, very soon. So new stuff from Kelly Clarkson. And then finally this morning, quarantine nostalgia is trending. It has been three whole years since we all went went under pandemic quarantine and most people are experiencing a new phenomenon called quarantine nostalgia. It's basically people posting online about the simplicity of life in lockdown, how everyone came together and how they kind of miss it. People were staying home, trying new hobbies, making Delgona coffee and bread and buying plants and joining TikTok. And a lot of people are missing those days. Therapists say it's normal to feel down and even depressed about moving on from that time. And that healing is really relative. There's no set time for when you should be over it. It affected all of us in different ways. But a lot of people thinking back to uh, a lot simpler time where we weren't always on the run. And that is what's trending. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yeah. 
even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.